folks. Welcome to Waterbound, episode 25. Hey guys, this is Link. And Ted, and this is our podcast about whitewater in the South, and we talk about beer and all sorts of outdoor things. Um, what are we drinking tonight there, Link? Well, we got a mixed bag. Yes, we do. We uh, got the uh, Sweetwater 420 Strain Mango Kush Wheat Ale. Mm, how's That's that treating you? Good. Yeah, it's tasty. All right, I've got the Boojum uh, Brewing Company, the Hopover India Pale Ale Lager from the Oscar Blues Brewery. Um, yeah, I was just thinking we, we are always drinking beer on here, and uh, I don't think we've ever really said that, that it was a bad beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't really had uh, a bad. We had beer. a bad beer, but I guess because yeah. we're buying pretty good beer. Right? Yeah, we're not buying like I mean, you know we could we could go pick out some bad beer, but they, all these are pretty good. Yeah, so, so you know podcasts uh, <laughs> beer lovers with white water problems. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. If you hadn't listened to us before, you know we kind of say this every time, but uh, Link's got a lot of experience boating, rafting, kayaking. Pet training, <laughs> pet whispering. Uh, I'm just sort of a weekend paddler, and uh, <clears throat> I paddle a little bit of every kind of craft. Don't um, sell yourself short. Yeah, Ted. that's right. You're, well, you're, I, I might sneak in a, a midweek paddle every once in a while. You got some skills with some bills. I don't. I that's not true. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, we 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 love it, and uh, you know appreciate y'all listening. So. Uh, how about we jump into some uh, trip reports here, yeah. sir? He, uh, I know you just rolled into town, back into town, and you're rolling back out. Yeah. But, so I was glad to uh, catch up with you here. But yeah, the old in and out. <laughs> um, yeah, you've um, been up north. Yeah, been. How up, dare you, sir? Been up, uh, you know, up, up in the mid Atlantic. Uh, you know, mainly for golly season. And uh, last weekend was Yawk Week on the upper Yakagani River up in uh, Friendsville, Maryland. Um, and uh, went up for that. Uh, made, made it up for a couple days of boating up there. And um, yeah, I got to R2 um, with a guy who lost his ride on the river and just kind of dropped out of a tree and was <laughs> like, okay. Well, uh, go ahead and hop on in, you know. Sounds like Bigfoot. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we went down, and <clears throat> uh, he's a guide. He's a guide from down here, actually. Got it on the Okoe for a couple years, and uh, he was uh, up working for Ace Whitewater on the Golly and, you know, made it up to the Yawk and, uh, yeah, just lost his ride for the day on the river, so... Let him hop in with me, um, you know. And, good river uh, karma. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, doing doing good things for people always. But, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Um, and um, water level was uh, pretty good. Um, I was kind of surprised. They're, they're, they gave us 2-1, like 2 foot to 2-1. And uh, it's a good level for, you know, as dry as it's been. Um, you know, I was, I was kind of expecting them to give a little less, but, uh, it was fluffy. Uh, some of the, the key little sticky rocks in the slots were, were, were just covered enough that they weren't really an issue. So that, that's always nice. And, um, I'm, <clears throat> yeah, I haven't seen, um, it, you can tell that I've been, had a full weekend on the golly cause of my voice, but, um, um, I haven't ever seen so much rubber, uh, private private paddlers, so many rafts on the yacht and as long as I've been going up there. And there was a there were just a ton of rafts, and it was awesome. Cool. And one thing I noticed is um, being in shredder country and in airtight inflatables, you know, country up there, airtight and custom inflatables country. There was a lot of Rocky Mountain rats out there, so that, that made me smile. <laughs> that made me smile. But, uh, um, yeah, so, uh, and great people, man. Um, ran into so many, so many folks up there. Um, 
and had a good run the first day and then uh, went to just a really, really cool party that night um, at a uh, really big house right on the side of the river that I was invited to. Uh, It was a friend of a friend's, um, kind of his uh, reception for his friends um, after he and his, his, uh, wife got married. Um, and they had, you know, big, big to do all week. And then, you know, a lot of people couldn't make it to the wedding. So they invited, they invited all their friends over to this, this, uh, mansion on the side of the Yakagani. And some, uh, other friends of mine, uh, played, um, Groundhog Gravy, uh, played that night, and it was it was just one of the funnest parties I've been to in a, in a long time. And uh, Rio got the got the thumbs up from the host, and I was super stoked about that because he was like, <laughs> there was only like him and maybe one or two other dogs, so it was really cool. Um, and uh, we we crashed there. Um, at the end of the night, and got up with everybody and. I decided that uh, Rio was going to do his first, uh, his puppy first descent, his PFD <laughs> on the upper yacht. Um, and that was, you know, that was one surefire way of uh, not having anybody hit me up for a ride down the uh, yacht. Yeah. I think I saw a photo of that. Is that, what, is that where that was? Yeah, and yeah. that was, that Justin was, it was, he was, he was the, uh, the host of the party, the groom. Um, he was the photographer as well of that photo and super cool dude, man. Um, and just, uh, yeah. So, uh, Rio styled it, uh, there on the upper yacht on uh, Sunday and, uh, or sorry, not Sunday, last, last Thursday. Um, that's kind of like our, our Sunday when you're on the golly cause it only runs, it runs Friday through Monday. But, uh, yeah, we had a great run, um, and saw just, you know, saw lots of carnage. You, you see all kinds of stuff at the yacht. It's it's funny, like all manner of craft and abilities, and uh, you know, it's a lot what of fun. what's that river like? What's the you know what what are the class ratings on the rapids? It's it's steep and it? technical. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty uh, you know just chock full of boulders and uh, lots of slots and you know not really any huge drops but continuous water um and you know lots of blind you know blind boulder moves and and uh really stout holes and definitely definitely places you don't want to be it's you know class four to five um you know it's definitely five if you're in the wrong spot um and uh, or you don't have a lot of experience so And uh, yeah, there's there's a couple miles of flat water at the beginning, and then um, you get down to where the rapids start. And uh, the release is pretty quick. It's only they only release water for a couple hours, so you you paddle down to um, I I forget the very first rapid, um, but it's kind of like this, right where all these little rapids start it's it's flat water until then and then so everybody paddles down to there and then they kind of let the water get out in front of them for about you know like 15 20 minutes and then everybody you know launches together and and it's just a good time man it's it's uh it's really (laughs) continuous there's there's um you know there there are pools in between the rapids but um in, in between some of the rapids, but uh, it's uh, it's a blast. And uh, um, first big rapid is is Bastard. Uh, right after that is uh, not too far after that is Charlie's Choice and uh, Triple Drop and National Falls, um, Tommy's Hole, Heinzerling. Man, there's just so many fun fun rapids. So my my favorite. Um, you know, and everybody kind of gathers up right below National, um, which is where where a lot of the beatering happens. If you know if it happens, and it's just a really compressed part of the river where uh, once you get in the triple drop, you can't 
you know, you unless you really know what you're doing, it's it's hard to slow down. And, and you really don't want to because you're like, yeah, I'm in the current, so I'm just going to keep going with it. And uh, then you drop over National Falls and uh, there's a big there's a big hole there. And uh, so, you know, if you don't hit it right, you end up flipping over or getting sucked back into the hole. And then, then you got people coming down on top of you that is totally blind and they don't really like – you know, warn people upstream. <laughs> yeah. They just let, let it happen. They just let it roll. And it's, and it's fun. And, uh, you know, not, not a whole lot of consequences there, except, you know, you'll, you'll take a deep swim. It's, it's, uh, really powerful hydraulic with <clears throat> really aerated water below and, you know, some, some swirly eddy lines, but, uh, yeah. And, um, but my my favorite rapid out there is called Heinzerling, and it's this really really technical boulder boulder jumble with a a big fun kind of pillowing um, <clears throat> pillowing rock at the end, and like at the end if you're if you're on on that line you try to drive up on this pillow and and slide off the left side of it. And if you slide off the right side of it, it's, it's kind of undercut over there, and you don't really want to do that. But it's a lot of fun, and and uh, there's a picture of me and Rio um, running running right up against the rock there, um, you know, and everybody's cheering for Rio, and he was a hit. He was <laughs> it was a hit there, man. So it was a lot of fun. I, I love that river. It's it's one of my one of my top one of my top rivers. Cool. Um, you know, it's one of the reasons why I go to work on the yacht or go, go to work on the golly is so I can go play on the yacht. Yeah. Nice. And how about you? What you getting into? Uh, well, I, you know, finally made it back up to the Nantahala no. since, since, <laughs> uh, the mudslides yeah. and all that business. Um, and let's see, who'd we have? We had, uh, my old pal Ray and his son, and they did a tandem uh, canoe. I, uh, my buddy Joseph, uh, and I think we're going to try to get him on here at some point. Yeah, um, man, we, we should. And because he's got a lot of stuff to talk about beyond uh, just the, the whitewater stuff. We need to talk about class five boaters, Joseph. <laughs> no. uh, and then, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I took my son, Huck, and... We took, uh, so he's, you know, I, I know I told you earlier on here and everything, we bought him an old uh, Viper uh, canoe, uh, Mohawk, and fixed it up this summer and got it all going. But anyway, this this trip, he wanted to take one of my boats. So we took uh, the, the Black Fly Condor and the little drop zone canoes, and we kind of swapped out back and forth, and he's... They're a little loose in terms of the outfitting yeah, for him, yeah, but but not much. You know, he's getting pretty tall. So anyway, it worked out, and we, it was kind of what was cool about it. Actually, was I was able to swap back and forth and really kind of compare. You know, on the water. Right? Yeah. So that was helpful. And then uh, another cool thing that happened. You know, just I know we talk a lot on here about just people you meet you know, good folks to meet out on the river. And uh, about three or four years ago, we did a, uh, or, or my son did a, a little clinic, a little kids clinic with the Georgia Canoe uh, Association. And they did it on the Tuckasegee, and this was several years ago in his kayak. And he met a kid there named Calvin, and uh, they got to be buddies over that two days. And the main way they kept in touch is this, the way that works these days is like on their video game, whatever console he's playing up there, PS4 or something. Yeah. <laughs> they talk almost every day. But uh, the kid lived, he lived over in Highlands and then he moved down to Atlanta. But anyway, we oh, he's he's been over to spend a night over the years, you know, here and there. And he wrestles and so we'd see him at wrestling matches. And, and uh, anyway, I met his parents and good folks. But we don't see them often. But yeah. we're sitting at the put-in, and out of the 
truck that pulls up is Calvin. He yells, hey, Huck. So anyway, I thought that was a pretty cool, yeah, that's cool. thing that my son's got a little buddy who yeah, yeah, just buddy, showed up buddy. on the river. Yeah. Buddy, buddy, so, buddy. Yeah, so then, uh, so Calvin paddled down with Game, our group. Gaming buddy. Yeah. They, what does he, what does Calvin paddle? He's, uh, he paddles a little kayak and he's actually, he's, he paddles like the upper Okoe and stuff. He's really okay. good. <laughs> He's his aunt and dad and sisters and everybody. They're all they're a big paddling family, so they're nice. all really good. But so anyway, he came down with us, and that that made it more fun for for Huck. And then uh, of course Ray's son was also there. So you know we had a good trip and good day. You know checked out the landslides and all that sort of stuff. But, any any uh, noticeable changes? Uh well I tell you one one interesting thing and a buddy had pointed no, the out view, the view is definitely changed yeah. but it, one interesting thing that it's not really a change in the rapids but right before you get to Ferriby I guess all of that fresh stone or whatever is underwater and it's you know it doesn't have moss and stuff on it so yeah. it's like the river's real bright and uh, yeah. light colored yeah like for a half mile. And, you know, and, and I do think that there are some rapids where things are a little more um, frothy looking, just sort of like, you know, no, just sort of class one or two rapids, but they're just, there's lots of little bubbly water and, you yeah. know, stuff that's, that maybe they're small boulders that are scattered around that weren't there before is about it. But, um, uh, but no, I didn't notice anything dramatic. Um, I did, I'll tell you this, uh, I ran, you know, the falls, no problem. Everything was fine, but I did, uh, I did have a swim <laughs> on a, like on a, maybe not even a class one, maybe it was a class, you know, a quarter of a class one. Um, somehow I got, I was just messing around and got sideways and next thing I know, you know, and you know, so a a death defying swim in a class one rapid. For some reason, I just fell over sideways. Oh boy! And it was so shallow, I just dragged down. Did Ray you know. make you drink a booty beer? No, no, no. But I'm sure he 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 um, really got a, a good kick out of that. But it was anyway. It was fine. <laughs> I had to laugh myself, but it was fine. Um, anyway, that's about it. We had a good run, uh, and yeah. So I think I'll be headed back up there um, maybe for the upper release next weekend. Um, cool. So what about uh, Golly? You were up there <laughs> guiding, and uh, it was Golly Fest weekend. You want to give us a recap there? Yeah. Um, so I, I had uh, uh, planned to go out uh, to Golly Fest um, at least for one night, and um, I had, ended up having a really full weekend. Um so I did not make it out there, um, and um, I try your uh, IPL there. Let's switch up, yes. Switcheroo. So I didn't, uh, I didn't make it out there. Um, so I got to see all the things on the river, but I uh, did not make it to the fest. Um, I was whooped. It's you know, it's like a twenty-five, close to thirty-minute ride out there. Uh, to the fair to the Nicholas County Fairgrounds to Summersville, West Virginia, from where I live and work in Fayetteville. So it's a long haul, and you know it's a real long haul if you, um, you know, if you go out there and you have a few beers or yeah, you hang out for any length of time. The the um, the authorities aren't really you know. Uh, that that uh, that that kind of folks that that leave Golly Fest, so you kind of gotta stay out there. And I knew if I stayed out there, I probably wouldn't make my trips in the morning. Yeah. I kind of needed to make my trips. So seeing as I missed <laughs> the weekend before uh, because of the Okoe River Championships, oh, yeah. I missed the entire weekend. You know, I, I missed making money and on the river and the whole weekend. So I. Um, you know, I, I just kind of said to myself, I'm just going to try to work all weekend. And I did, uh, I did end up picking up a couple of trips. So, um, yeah, I worked two upper golly trips, one or an upper golly trip on Friday and Saturday. I had a request on Friday, um, at Adventures on the Gorge. And then I worked Saturday also, and I was a trip leader, 
on the last Upper Gully trip. So I was I was right in the middle of the chaos, the private motor, <laughs> you know, chaos. And uh, then I worked a lower golly on Sunday, which was kind of nice because I kind of got to recharge my batteries. And, and then um, also picked up a request on that trip for the upper the next day. So, nice. Yeah. So uh, that was cool. Um, you know, like, we want that guy that does the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I, I think I might have turned some people on to it. So, mm. um, yeah, it was a good weekend. It was a really good weekend. Met met a lot of cool people. Got to, you know, re- reacquaint myself with some others. Uh, my request on Friday, they were a lot of fun, and um, yeah, it was just a good time, man. Um, Saturday, uh, so Friday we were. We were out pretty early, so we didn't see a lot of private traffic. Um, people hadn't really made it out there by that time. It was like one of the first upper golly trips that was just an upper golly. It wasn't like a marathon or a double upper. And um, so, yeah, we didn't really see a lot of people. Hmm. And, uh, you know, it was just commercial traffic yeah. uh, on a Friday. And then Saturday, saw all the people. Yes. Um, but, but not really, uh, it really didn't seem that busy on the river and I don't know what it was. There's, you know, a lot of people gather up below the five class fives, Mm -hmm. um, below each one and, uh, at different times. And, you know, depending on where you are in that, those waves of people, um, you know, we, we didn't see, I don't think we saw any other commercial boats, maybe one other commercial trip. Um, NSIG was kind of, wasn't that busy, but we did see if, you know, quite a few people, there was a lot of hard boaters playing in the, the play waves at the bottom yeah. of NSIG. I, I know what you mean though. Like sometimes you'll get on a busy river, but you know, if you're at a, at a certain window, like it's like nobody's out there, you know, at other times, you know, yeah. you're caught in the middle of like a freight train of. Yeah, or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And NSIG, we had some action in NSIG. We had my trip that day had had action all all throughout the all throughout the trip. So we had like little bits of things happening. Live action the entire the entire trip. Um, so a girl swam from the top of NSIG to the bottom, Ooh. and she fell out of a this girl. This girl is. Um, um, her guide, it was her first, this guide, it was her first upper golly trip, you know, and just drop, drop the big pour over an insect sideways and sent this girl for a ride. And I looked upstream and, you know, I heard a whistle and then I just see someone swimming like so fast. Like, it, she looked like she was being sped up by a camera, you know, like it was. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, she is like, she's going to swim too hard to the left and yeah. like right into some other nasty rocks. Yeah. And then she actually almost caught the uh, the eddy for the play waves at the bottom, the tail waves of NSIG. <laughs> and, uh, and a kayaker, you know, rolled in there and swooped her up and brought her to our rafts, you know, and, and we got her in and, you know, she was... You know, her eyes were enormous. You could see her eyes, and she, but she was swimming. Excitement. She was swimming better than Michael Phelps. <laughs> um, you know, even even before he, uh, even before he smoked the pot. Um, uh, but um, yeah, and then uh, then we got down, and so Insig was sort of busy, and then we got down to Pillow, and people were like, "Where?" You know, I had this. I had this one person ask me, so where's Pillow Rock? I'm like, it's that one with all the people standing on it, you know? And they're just like, they couldn't get it. <laughs> and so we go in there and I had a, you know, I was running first and I had a, I had a good, nice, nice, fun, clean line. And then I uh, looked upstream and my next boat went in and dropped like two or three people. And, and uh, so we picked, we cleaned that up and... Yeah, and then just That's crowd pleaser. Though. Oh, it was just it's it's so crazy there on Golly Fest Saturday, and I mean there's just people jumping off the of pillow rock, you know, yes. just for fun. 
to jump into the rapid, and uh, it's a deep swim, man. Where do they? Is there a place like if you if they're jumping off like that? Is there some easy way to get back up later? Yeah, like, well, it's, they it's, it's down, a like long swim. Yards, it's yeah. a really long swim. Yeah, yeah you're just you know. Uh, so what they do is they they usually run the rapid and then eddy out on the left river left below pillow, and there's. There's a couple of rocky beaches there that you can hike up from. Hey, what are y'all doing? <laughs> uh, and then they jump off, yeah, and like, you know, it's it's definitely ex- the, the express route back to your boat. But um, yeah, and it's crazy. And, and if you're ever there when the creature crafts come through, people trying to jump on top of them. I've seen. No, they jump <laughs> and they try to grab grab the top, grab the balls. Because those used to be balls oh, on top okay. of the creature yes. craft. Yeah, they yeah. weren't like a... Thwart. Like they were, didn't look like a thwart going out. They were actually a ball round. on each side. Nice. <laughs> and so they would run and jump and grab the balls and ah. like try to and tip try to tip the creature craft over. And, you know, it's an unflippable boat, but uh, craft. It's not really a boat, but um, but yeah. So it's that's hard. That's my next boat, then. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like run, you need it on the Nana Hill. Run the Nana Hill. <laughs> so so I'm gonna run them falls I'm down running, there in this creature I'm craft. I'm gonna run the tuck in a creature craft. I think my next my next <laughs> craft is gonna be a, a 50 foot tall flamingo. Oh yes, that was. If you hadn't awesome. seen that video, you gotta look it up. That was it's, awesome. It's making the rounds. That yeah, is by my man fun. Peyton Love. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we went on down to, uh, oh, we went on down to Lost Paddle, and I had a really big ride there at Hawaii Five O, the second drop of Lost Paddle, and I just I crushed it. But I got, I got too much of the left side of it. My my floor was like not holding air in my raft. So when that boat hit Five O, I mean it stood up, and I wasn't planning on getting thrown yeah and luckily i got thrown to the front of the boat not out of the boat yeah and i immediately i'll get down because there's a there's now a pour over after it since the flood a couple years ago had a big ride and everybody jumped down and they were like on top of me i'm like no let me up (laughs) (laughs) and then we just went bouncing off the rocks high side and left high side and right all kinds of stuff and then um um Forget if someone had swimmers there. And then Iron Ring was a big ride. I had one guy get just thrown across the boat. From He was in the front. He almost went out. But he landed on the other tube on the front of the boat, and he was, like, straddling it as we ran ran the big hole at the bottom. I was like, wow, how did you stay in, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and then we got down to uh, Sweets, and... Sweets was mildly busy. It it really wasn't. I'm like, where where are all the people? You know, I was expecting all the rocks to be covered with people, and uh, the main rocks that posters do vulture rock were had people on them, but it really wasn't that crazy there. I guess the people from Pillow hadn't made it there yet, so. But um, and ended up running Box Canyon, which I, I didn't want to, but ended up running Box Canyon. Almost rotisserie flipped my boat in the mouth of Box Canyon. And um, so everybody was like, why? You know, like they're telling, you can hear people up there telling, telling the people in my raft, you know, everybody move to the left. I'm like, do not do that, you know. And <laughs> I'm like, high side right. And there's this one guy who's like, go where and I, you can see me in the video just take him and just wham throw him on the right side of the boat and we'd somehow slurp through there like the boat sunk popped up backwards and then it got stuck in the bottom part and almost rotisserie there we lost like three or three or four but we got them right back in because they were right next to us and it was uh, it was a big fun time and then I went downstream and rotisserie flipped and death slot 2000 (laughs) which is like this silly little slot over right and uh yeah just tried to tried to slide into it run it kind of backwards and the uh the boat just would not turn and when we hit they all looked at me i'm like high side and it was too late and we just we flipped and 
you know, got everybody cleaned up eventually. But, uh, yeah, it was a big, big ride. So that girl that swam, she also swam sweets. And then later on, they flipped at the end of the at the end of the trip. So yeah, we had action. Oh yeah, we had an ore boat flip and another class three at the bottom of shipwreck. Uh, rotisserie flip down there. So it was it was a big day. Lots of paperwork. Out on Rio. So wild up here. But yeah, that's that's a golly recap. And uh, but I talked to everybody at Rocky Mountain House, and they said it was a, you know, it was a party. I heard there were like there were boxing matches. Yeah, the there's there's all kinds of there's all kinds of crazy stuff that goes on there. Because I of, would definitely, if I were there, friend, I would definitely w- encourage you to participate. One of my <laughs> friends was uh, was uh, basically like he tried to go to the the aid of this kid who was being yelled at and like he thought these two other guys were going to beat this kid up. And they were like, nah, man, he's messing with us. He's on bath salts. And so he was like, dude, you need to leave these guys alone. And then the guy was just like, came at him and he kind of, you know, balled him up and hauled him off on his shoulder. And then I guess he, the the kid got loose. And then he went after my buddy's, um, after my buddy's girlfriend you know, what? and and it was just crazy. Crazy town. But uh yeah, there's you know, so that that part of Golly Fest I definitely didn't miss. Yeah, I wouldn't so, be getting in all that. But yeah, there's some you know, there's some, some mild craziness out there. All right. Well, that sounds like an awesome time up there, man. I've gotta get up there sometime. Yeah. Um, um Bring your bath salts, Ted. I I will not. But <laughs> I'm sure they'd be provided. I'll bring my boxing gloves. Um, <laughs> all right, man. Well, uh, so give them the old deal, whizzing hit, whizzing hook one, two. The long, the long reach here. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. Um, we we've had uh, a couple people ask you we the, our topic about our topic uh, today since we're talking about Rio and we got Miss Ida here. Run around like a couple of fool dogs, um, but uh, Mr. Rio is—he's a class five boater, folks. Mr. Yeah, Rio, pretty much. Dog. You he's, know, I mean, he's maybe class four plus, five minus. You know, you know, he's 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 going to be R one and soon. So, but <laughs> <laughs> but he's pulling people in. He's a he's bona fide hero, um, but. Uh, of course, when people see that, they're, um, I know they're asking you about it. Like, So that's sort of our topic tonight is, uh, you know, how do you take your dog? And we, we've got several friends that do it, um, but how do you get them started? What do you do? What's the first step? How does this work? You know, um, so, yeah, if you want to take your I, – I put your pet, and I'll tell you this. Like, we, yeah. we know a guy who takes a cat. Yeah. And I've got Arlo the cat, who definitely would not, not even think about going. I can't imagine. But um, Ida the dog, I don't know. She's a lot of dog. I don't know what she would think about it either. But she's not really Man, a y'all, dog. Y'all, she needs to get out. Y'all are probably going to weigh about the same. Yeah. Whenever she tops out. But how'd you get? How'd you get started? How did Rio? Actually, I know because I was there the first day that he went. But once well, you kind of. Let's talk through this. So you're, yeah. yeah. I mean, he it wasn't like that was his first time to be in a river, or you know, I mean, it's different. Like to take no, him, he, he, like he, on a raft versus like, hey, let's go take him down to the creek and take him to the, yeah, river, the lake so or something he, like that. You know, he'd been out, he'd been out on a boat a bunch and on paddleboard. So that's kind of how I got him started. We say a paddle. boat, you mean like a boat on the lake? Yeah, on the lake. Yeah, like a. But he'd been on paddleboard. With me on my on a sup on sup tours, and he's golden retriever. Yeah, so, so good nature, trainable and trainable. And, yeah, and they like water yeah. generally. Yeah, yeah, and 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 so when I when I when I got Rio as a puppy, you know, I've heard of people just like yeah, I threw my dog in to the water to see if he'd like it, and like <laughs> that's that's not right, you know. But uh, I kind of let him find it himself. And we live right between two creeks, so, and eventually he went 
you know, he was playing in some grass by the creek and he fell in the water and he just started jumping around and like, ah, yeah, this is it for me. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, you know, great. He likes water, first of all, you know, and because I know some Goldens that don't. Yeah. Um, I've met some Goldens, Golden Retrievers who did not like water. Um, so, yeah, you know, like letting him kind of find it himself on or on his own. That was important. Um, and then, you know, I I got him in the boat on, on dry land, like on my carport. You know, I would just, I'd blow my boat up, oh, yeah, that's up a good before idea. I took it out, you know, before I, I went boating. Because, uh, you know, if it was something close, I'd just blow it up at home, throw it up on my roof and my on my racks and, and take it with me. So I would let him get in it. And then he got in and he started playing. And he's like, you know, hanging out in there like, on one side, and I, and I got in there with him, and I was like, you know, Rio, left two, and he got to where he would jump on the opposite tube of me, so I'm a right side paddler, and he would jump on the left tube, so I'm like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe we have something here, <laughs> uh, and I'd tell him right tube, and I'd, you know, I'd, I'd tap on my tube, and he would come over, and he'd sit, he'd Post up on that tube and should then, have done a, the the G haul. Yeah, the, the G. Mule, I the, thought about the G in the haul. The, the mule the, scanner. The, yeah, the uh, <laughs> ox commands, mule commands. But uh, but no. Good. And then um, then we practice get down, and uh, so you know, I mean, he's a gold retriever. He does kind of uh, he does kind of space out and kind of get excited, and he doesn't always listen. But for the most part, when after he's been on the water for a little bit and I tell him left tube, he'll he'll go there. Yeah. So and our first trip was with you and Keith Mency. Yeah. On section three of Chatuga at, at pretty good flow, one one eight five. Um and um we were in the fat cat. And that was another thing, you know, I was you know, I was unsure what his feet would do to the boat. Yeah. And um so I I chose the fat cat because it's got the the hung floor. You know, it's got that floor and yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. have it's an inflated gonna... floor, yeah, yeah. Uh, inflated self-bailing floor. And, uh, man, he was great. And you even did a little interview with him. And That's right. <laughs> but, um, but no, and then we got, you know, I was originally, that trip, I was not going to run him through Bull Sluice. And he did so good the whole trip. I was like, well, you know, why not? Let's go for it. And he did great. Um, natural high sider. I mean, dogs just have you know naturally have balance. Yeah. They 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 know what balance is all about. So, um, yeah. So uh, so that was you know pretty extreme case, but you know I have wor- I have worked Rio since I got him as a puppy. I've, well, the other I've thing just to mention I- like. If people are wondering and getting upset, like first of all, like he's got a PFD. Yeah, yeah, he's he has got a, a PFD. Adult, like an astral. Yeah, astral bird dog. Yeah. PFD. Yep. Um, he can swim anyway. Yeah, he swims but great. He's got, but he's, but he does have a PFD. No helmet. No helmet. <laughs> no helmet. I mean, dude, when he hits the water, yeah, he's he's on the surface. Yeah. He's 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 moving. And that, that astral bird dog, it's a lot of flotation. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of flotation. It's got a handle so, on it. Like yeah, handle, and it's got the, the leash tab on it, and uh, or leash hook there. and uh, No, it, it does great. Well, i got to say, the only time I've done any, like anything, I have not taken Ida, but I had a, uh, she's a great Pyrenees, and we had a uh, Bernese mountain dog before her, and we took the Bernese, we took her to Lula, and, uh, and a friend of ours had a black lab. And we took them down Nantahala in a raft. Of course, that was pretty mild-mannered. But, uh, but they, they were fine. They were just, like, <laughs> hanging out. But, um, and then, you know, our buddy Chris has a cactus yep. um, who goes on a lot of trips. Jeff, um, what's Jeff's dog's name? Um, Wren. Wren. Yeah. yeah. Wren goes uh, in a raft, but she goes sometimes on his canoe. Yep. 
which is crazy. Yeah. Like like a funny. <laughs> but and, and healers are. Uh, so my buddy, my buddy Jesse Steele, used to take his uh, his blue healer uh, Bonnie Blue with him, and you know they're great, but they need to be doing something. You know they they little and, job. They need- yeah. So they they're. They, they, you know, you, you definitely got to work them and get them used to it. You know, certain dogs are, are, are not meant to be on the water yeah, necessarily. And, and some so, are, yeah. You know, so, um, but so that, this brings us to, you know, a, well, I, before we get into that, I, I, I do want to bring up some safety concerns, that kind of stuff. But like, I guess fin- I'd cut you off there. But no, that's fine. Like, no, that's finish, fine. like, kind of, so that, you started on that trip, you know, yeah. and then that's been how many, like, a year or two? Yeah, it was last summer. Okay. So. And then from there, like, what was the progression? I mean, did you treat it like a, you know, I mean, that was quite, so, I mean. A couple first, Ocoee trips. Yeah. A couple middle Ocoee trips. Um, and then I took him on the upper Ocoee. Um Right, the same weekend as uh, the the first Okoye River Championships in August last year. Um, you know, and he usually always goes with me on sup tours. Mm-hmm. So you know, and the paddleboard is a great way to get him get your dog used to yeah, water. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because it's easy to get him on, especially if they have. And so initially, I didn't have a PFD for him. And so with the paddleboard, I just grab the scruff of his neck and drag him on there. Yeah, you know, but uh, but yeah, that's a great way to get him used to. It. And you know, if you have your dog jump off while you're on there, be down on your knees or be ready to brace because, you know, like with him, he just bails off, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> so go go send me for a ride, but um, but yeah, and I I, you know. I would have him in the water and try to sit there with him, you know, when I was in the water and just get him to sit there and stay, you know, with me. Because when they're in the water, they're, you know, it's like I got to do something. Yes, I got to swim. Yes, I gotta they're swim. clawing. But, um, yeah, and so water, in the water, I'm trying to work with him more on, you know, what to do. Yeah. Like swim to shore. You know, I've I've worked with him on that. Like, go to shore, go to shore, and he 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 has that down pretty well. His main concern is people in the water, and he wants to help. He wants to rescue and help, and you know, sometimes like with that kid, he swam up to the kid. Was like, he swam up to the kid, and I think he made the kid feel the kid in the Okoe month ago. I think he made the kid feel really safe and. And the kids start smiling. Yeah. And so he was like, okay, you're, you're, okay, you're okay, maybe. So I'm going to swim up to you, but I'm going to turn around. And, you to know? Hear, and to hear that full story, you have to go back a couple episodes. Yeah. But, but yeah. Rio was involved in kind of a rescue. Yeah. Yeah. And people, you know, were coming up during the champion, during the, during the ORC and was like, is this the dog that rescued that kid? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, but there's a progression, um, you know, like that first day, like I said, I wasn't planning on taking him down Bull Sluice at 185, but we were also in the Fat Cat, and I've also been doing this a really long time, um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty confident that I can, you know, that I could keep him in, that I could manage him and paddle the boat, and that's the thing, is I, I have commands for him. So, if you're going to have commands for your dog, definitely work on them. Train them, you know, ahead of time. And if they need a lot of training, then give them a lot of training. But um, but a PFD is a must, most definitely, for whitewater scenarios especially. And it probably, I mean, I know you didn't do it this way, but, you know, if I were going to do it or with... I'd, you know, I'd probably start even, you know, with even milder stuff, you know, just like with kids yeah, or something, yeah. you know, but like put, put them, put them in the raft on the lake or something, you know, but mm. your, your, your version of that was a paddle board. But yeah. you know, if you've got one kind of boat and yeah. And so you did start with flat water. It just flat, flat it just, water, but just with, wasn't the raft with yeah. wake. 
you know, with wake, yeah. uh, boat wake, and you know the bo- yeah. the board's kind of tossing up and down, and yeah, you know, there was a couple times where he he washed off the paddleboard because we went through a a bigger wake of a boat, you know, one of these big old dumb wake boats, um, <laughs> you know that hating on the wakeboarders, you know. <laughs> <laughs> wake borders, wake, wake borders, wake boats, and lake lice. Well, I don't think that the, they're the lake people are listening. No, I don't think they are either. But we lost anybody. Um, <laughs> but no, I started him out on the lake, and then you know, but easier rivers like the Tuckasegee, the Chattahoochee, yeah. where, where they can get out, they can get out on shore or on an island or on a beach and and play around a little bit and. You know, kind of put them at ease. Yeah, I think it's the same Like, approach. oh, oh, I'm not out here on the ocean. Same approach with, like, kids. You know I mean? Like, you know, start slow. Yeah. And, you know, now, now on, so on that note, like, I definitely think there are some folks that are, like, raise their eyebrows, like, you know. Oh, yeah, there are. Like, what? You shouldn't have a pet out here, you know, and this, you're putting them in a situation that they're not in control of, mm-hmm. you know, so I mean, what are your thoughts? I didn't say that right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. Um, so yeah, I mean, so what are your thoughts on that? Like, you know, somebody's like, well, Rio didn't get a choice in this. He's, you put him on this boat. Yeah. Cause, cause he, he's the dog and I'm the owner. <laughs> um, and and I'm 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 qualified to make decisions like this, you know. Uh, people ask, do you th- you know, does he love it? I don't know. He's with me. That's what he loves. He loves being with me and doing what I'm doing, and loves being with me all the time. And you know, that's the main thing. That's the main thing. Yeah, I'm sure he gets scared. Um, you know, um, you know, I'd see it. I'd, I'd see when he gets a little frantic, Yeah. you know, when he, he gets really antsy as soon as he gets in the boat or initially when we, when I started taking him rafting, he would get antsy and like, you know, there's, there's a lot of senses, a lot well, of sensory things going on, you know, especially with the dog. Now that I think about it, like I, I'm actually way back. I mean, now that you mentioned that I, I, a couple episodes back, I was telling you I, the first thing I ever did in a boat was like I had this giant Coleman canoe that yeah. I would take down the a very slow moving, not even class one, just a slow Cahaba River in Alabama. And I had a Dalmatian at the time, and she would go everywhere with me. Yeah. And of course, she was like any Dalmatian; she was high energy. Yeah. But she would go in the canoe with me. But the entire trip, <laughs> it wasn't like she was afraid of being in this slow river. It was just. I had this high energy dog. I put her in a small space, and she would be like to the front, to the back, to the front, to the back, to yeah. the front, to the back, yeah. to the front, to the back. You know, looking at birds. Here, da, 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 you know. Yeah, she was on high alert. Yeah, but I think she like really loved it. But you know, it was oh, man. not only she was scared, but she was definitely when, like, when he looks at things like you know bald eagle. Yeah, and he's just looking. <laughs> you know, he's he's having a good time. Yeah, I can tell. Like initially, though, it's. It's a lot of senses yeah. going on, you know, when there's moving water, splashing water, new sounds. Other people yeah. that aren't with you yeah. in the and, boat. And the sound of those people carrying over water real easy. And yeah. So, yeah, and and it's, it's you know, it was it was a chore to get him used to, used to it at first, you know. But after he would be in the boat for a little bit, he got used to it. And even that day, he was climbing up. In the um, in the skirt up yeah, on the right. front of the fat cat and laying there yeah. like it was his little personal hammock. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I see. So, you know, and just and and the other thing is we were in the fat cat that first time, so really stable craft no matter what. Yeah, and lots of room for him to move around, but also for me to put him where I wanted to put him. Yeah, you know, and and I'll I'll. You know, I'm I'm firm with him. Like when I'm running a rabbit, seven foot falls. You know, I'm like forcing him down. I'm like, yeah. get down on the floor because he wants to <laughs> he wants to sit up. You know, and and I'm yeah, like, no, I need yeah. you right here. And then I paddle, and then you know. Well, I know 
we watched a video I had of you going through a corkscrew mm-hmm. on Chatuga, and uh, y'all went in. I guess you were in a thundercloud and hit it. You know, a little funny, whatever. And it was it was a it was a sweet <laughs> like you know little video there because you go in there and you know instead of hitting another paddle stroke or whatever, you knew you were fine in your boat, but you like. You know, like your first move was like you you put your arm around him and like tucked in and had him like in the you know in the middle of the boat. Yeah, you know, protecting him. And I thought that was that was you know pretty cool. Um, and you know, of course, y'all just bounced off a couple of rocks and made it through. But um, but clearly, you weren't like just going to let him bounce out. You know? No, yeah. So when you knew there was potential, but. Um, uh, well, so, hey, something, a, a more practical thing. So, you know, I guess uh, so, something that I, I saw come up in a thread today or this week was people were asking, like, hey, if I want to take my dog, what about their toenails? Their toenails going to, like, pop your raft or yeah. cut your raft? What do, you, what do you do about that? Well, you know, someone told me when I first got him, they're like, man, you're going to... You're certainly going to have him outside the life kind of lifestyle you live. So just make sure he's running on the rocks. They're like his, his, his paws will manage themselves. You know, his claws will manage themselves. So, you know, and if you're the type of person that, um, you know, gets, gets, uh, you know, gets your, your dog groomed and whatever, I don't know what they're called. Pedicures? Are they pedicures? I don't know. Well, they get their nails trimmed. Yeah, they get their nails trimmed. (laughs) Um, You know, just make sure that they're not... Petty Manny. Petty Manny. Make make (laughs) sure they're not... um, Yeah, they're... um, Yeah, they're not not too too sharp. Yeah. Well, and that was... That's what... uh, so his get worn down naturally, and any dog yeah. that's running around outside on on like, you know, walking on sidewalks or anything, that's usually the case. But yeah. if they're mostly an indoor dog or out like in a backyard in the grass, you may have to trim. And Chris said on that thread I saw, he was like, "Yeah, I I, I keep them trimmed," and he said I'd use a little Dremel tool kind of thing. Yeah, he, he sand like you know just <laughs> rounds them out. But yeah, you gotta you know you gotta have a certain kind well, of dog that's the- gonna allow you to do that too. <laughs> The lady was asking, or the person was asking, like, should I get boots for him? And I'm like, no. That sounds like, like a uh-uh. hazard to like yeah, get like, water in it, and then they I mean, can't swim. you know that your your dog, most dogs do have webbed feet. I mean, most dogs yeah. do. Yeah. Um, some dogs don't, but um, well, then they're gonna be sliding all over the raft. It's gonna be, that's gonna be super awkward. Yeah, it's it's just strange. The little snow boots. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my my parents got they had this uh, feist terrier mix, and he was uh, oh he was a trip man, <laughs> and they brought him up I think they brought him up here and they got him some of those little <laughs> boots, and because he had he had really sharp, really sharp little little nails yeah. little claws and uh, but he <laughs> walk around yes they can't stand it. <laughs> They start high stepping. That's, and that's torture. That's torture. It's like putting taking your butt, your dog. If it's a water dog, taking your dog rafting is not torture. That's torture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was. I was just like, I felt so sorry for this dog. I was just like, oh my god, you know. And even though he was up here in the winter time, in his short coat. The dog is, it's a dog. You know, he uh, didn't sleep outside. He slept inside. Well, and so, like I said before, there's, you know, and do you know Will King up in Asheville? He's, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's, I think, a former raft guy, but yeah. he, does, he does a lot of rafting, R2 or whatever, R1. He's got an adventure cat, and he takes the adventure cat <laughs> rafting with a dog. Sometimes yeah. <laughs> I've seen multiple photos, which is unbelievable to me. Well, if you're listening, I'm please, sure he's not. <laughs> please, please post some photos of your your adventure I cat. I think that that cat. I think it was ended up on like an the NRS 
either Facebook page or website or something the other day. So that. yeah, my friends that got on on the salmon had someone had a customer bring a cat oh on my. the trip. On was the... it an emotional support cat? Because <laughs> that's. <laughs> I don't I know mean, that works. I mean, I mean, you're on the group W bench. Yes. I can't imagine. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's one super cool cat that he's got if it's doing that. Because I, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'm sure it's got a little, like, PFD and everything else. But um, now I, I've seen, I, now you, my, my buddy, I'll say PFDs? this. Have you seen? No. We got to look this they up. Make it? I don't know. Well, you can get a small dog one. I, Put I, it on there. It's got to be a hefty you know, cat. Um, I'll tell you this: I've cat. never seen I've never seen a cat rafting. But Peter. my buddy Ray, when he swims, he gets back in the boat like a wet cat. <laughs> he, comes, <laughs> he comes clawing back up, and he's going to get back in there. Um, but yeah, I'm, here's my here's my thought. I'm I'm imagining the dog falls out. And you know, they, I know how they they start doggy paddling, and I've done that, gotten in the water with my dogs, and they like claw me up. Um, that's bad enough. Imagine a cat. <laughs> Imagine a cat swimming, and you I try mean... to pick it up, and it just claws your eyes out. So, <laughs> that would not be fun. Up, oh, he found one. Oh. A cat. PFD. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I'll tell you this. My uncle. It has a sailboat, That's and they pretty. used to take their cats on sailboats, which makes perfect sense. <laughs> but they, I don't think they had PFDs. Here's a cat in the water. Oh, my. Adventure cats. I got to take Arlo out. A guide to boating with cats. See? That's Here's our, a cat that surfs. That's our next episode. Look at this cat surfing. I'm taking Arlo in the canoe. That cat's surfing. That's phenomenal. All right, man. What do we got? Uh, so we'll wrap that up, I guess, by saying, "Hey, if it looks you, like he's having a blast right there." If you uh, if you want to take your pet, you know, I don't know. That's your call, and you're gonna have to like decide on your own, and you'll have to like, you know, be do it like a, you would do a child, and you know, you wouldn't just throw them in the biggest craziest thing right out of the gate. You know, you you. You'd start slow, yeah. Way up. Just because you see like if, it doesn't see if mean they're comfortable, and if they're not, don't do it. Yeah, you know. Just because you like it doesn't mean that they're gonna like it. Yeah, and be reasonable and smart, and you know, and very, and very everybody doesn't have, you know. I know Link's talking about this, but he's he's a lot better than I am in a rap. So, you know, I, I would. Take that in consideration too. Like, if yeah, what's I, your comfort zone? Yeah, if I were going to take level. it, you know, and, and am I good with this river, and and having now a, a pet in there with me? So, you know, just I think it's just being reasonable and starting slow and you know making good choices. So that's that's up to you. That's not our. That's not on us. But uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of interest in that, and Rio does great with it, and I think you've done a good job with him, so that's, that's pretty cool. So hopefully that'll inspire some people to do it safely. And Yeah, however. I mean, you know, I, uh, lot, I know lots of people that take their animals with them, and um, Leland Davis, awesome paddler, um, he, takes, he takes his dog. He and, uh, he and his wife, Andrea, they take their dog, um, you know, and... and um, um, my buddy Justin, um, over at Southern Raft Supply, he takes his dogs with him on Nola Chucky. There's lots of people that take yeah. their animals. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it all has, they, all those people are really comfortable whitewater. Good so, boaters, you yeah. know, I mean, reasonable rivers. So I'm not, I'm not saying that you have to be a great boater, but. Well, dial like be, get on a get on a slower river if you want to try it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's tons around. So. Absolutely. All right, man. What are some uh, what are some upcoming events here? Uh, first of all, you're headed off again, right for for the long haul here. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm going back up for two weekends. Um, I'm going to be up there three more weekends, but um, yeah, I've got my jobs, my my little little jobs down here I got to take care of work I got to take care of during the week right now and then uh, I'm gonna stay up next week because one of my friends will be up in West Virginia with me but um, I'll be back in two after a, a week from Monday cool so yeah 
Well, so first things first, uh, Guest Appreciation Festival, GAF, uh, at the Nantahala, happening uh, this weekend, September 28th, 29th. Uh, they'll have an upper Nantahala and Cascades release. Yeah. Um, Those you are know the details? High- those are the higher flow releases. Is All it, I know is about the releases. So, is it hap- Is are they doing the high release both days, or is it two fifty on Saturday and then five um, on Sunday? And it's it's uh, so. I believe the lower one is Saturday, and then the yeah. Sunday is the bigger. I think one. that's right. Um, and it's right here. It's yeah. So it's three hundred CFS, okay. ten a.m. to five p.m. on Saturday. And then Sunday is uh, 425 from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then it drops back to the, the, normal, the normal release of 250 at 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Hmm. So that 425 is key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got. Well, if, you if you're going to do it in a raft. I was thinking about canoeing it, and if I did that, I'd do well, it in a lower. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't want to run it in the high water. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm still... Still learning. It's, I I would still I would still Go do higher. It. less less rocks, less stuff banging into yeah less banging mm. down there. Well, we'll see. But uh, in addition to that, if you don't know what GAF is, it's uh, there's all these vendors and people down at the NOC and and people selling their selling gear like uh, just like yard sale style, you know. So there's, yeah. there's some good deals to be had, and then you yeah. know, and at the same time, Endless Rivers has an event going on. I think they've got a, a sale. Yeah, they like a season-ending kind. Yeah, of they do their own little thing up the hill there, and that's a mile upstream from NOC. So if you don't want to get caught up in all that mess, go up to uh, Endless River Adventures. There and you go. See got them. that going on. So maybe I'll see some folks out there. Yeah, I mean you got to go up that way days. to go to the put in and uh, to yeah, the upper of the Cascades. Swing in there. Uh, they had a few of our podcast stickers over there, so you may go in there and get you one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which we've got some new ones. Oh, out, we got the new way, ones so coming. We'll, we'll we'll show you those. Um, all right, man. What's next? Um, November second is the uh, Green Race uh, down the uh, Green Narrows over near Saluda and Hendersonville, North Carolina. So um, yeah, you know, uh, to spectators um, hike in. Um, Hike in right uh, downstream of um, of Gorilla and the slides, and uh, it's a great fun spot to hang out. Um, I haven't been down there in a long time. I have an R one down there in a while, and I'm I'm thinking about taking my new boat down there. Sweet. Uh, trying to get out in front of the race and Ooh. then pull over. Right well, I'm planning. There. I mean, I'm planning on going and being a spectator. So if you do that, I'll be out there with a camera. We, we may have some. I'll we be may have some flash interviews. That's right. We may oh, try to do that with some pro boaters and stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's November second or uh, Saturday, November second. Yep. All right. Then next uh, November 9th, uh Tallulah race. I don't know anything about it, but you can tell you that's the date. <laughs> you probably know. So, yeah, the uh, uh, Tallulah Gorge race is the uh, Saturday after the green race. Um, And uh, if you're the type of person that wants to enter that race, they'll, you know, just look on the uh, interwebs for it. Uh, But what they'll be doing is they close the stairs down to recreational paddlers and allow the racers to, to, uh, they do kind of a, a staggered start it's a time trial type race so they do a staggered start um sim- similar to the green race and um they send them quick for a little bit and then once they once they send all the racers out they will open the stairs to recreational paddlers so um yeah cool uh and, same weekend. Same day. Same day. Same day as right. the same last Chioa release. The mighty Chioa. So, yeah. So, if you don't want to get caught up in, um, you know, and waiting to go down the stairs, and it's uh, it's also the Saturday. It's the lower flow release uh, on the Tallulah. Come over to the Chioa, and that's the last Chioa release, and there should be some good water there. 
Sweet. I'm uh, going to do that in my canoe with my cat. Yes. <laughs> All right. Arlo, get ready, son. I'm strapping him to my neck. But, yeah. Awesome. And then, you know, um, so the first three weekends in November, guys, that's Tallulah, fall Tallulah season. So it releases the first three weekends in November. Low, oh. Lower flow on Saturday, higher flow on Sunday. All right, so another question that I think this is happening, like right now or soon. What what's the deal with the? Uh, <clears throat> I see this out there. The Akoi Secret Season is that like a midweek? Is that a yeah? It releases thing? during the week. So when is it? Is that happening now? Next. I week mean, yeah, what? we can definitely talk about it. I was kind of thinking about that, wondering when. I'm seeing people posting like, "What be you know?" I'm around for the se- the secret season of the Akoi. And yeah, I, I know it's, it's basically past, fall. Just... You know, down here in the south, we call secret season our our fall season. Um, like on the Chatuga, secret season, because usually we'll we'll start getting rain again in the fall, but that hasn't really not happening yet. That hasn't happened. We, we're hurting so. Secret season, and I'm probably going to get called out about this, uh, but um, is basically uh, the first week of um, of October. So basically, it's the the last two days of September. Uh, it runs the 29th of September through October 6th. So there you go. All right. So that's Saturday. So Saturday through the next <laughs> Sunday. Secret is out. Get out there and hit it, guys. Yes. Super smash. All right, man. Well, I know you're worn out, man, from all this traveling. Oh, and they're gonna they're gonna have the upper open on those weekends too. All right. Yeah. 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 No wait. Is it? Sorry. I'm looking at color coded boxes Uh-oh. with numbers in them. I'm not good at that. I'm a ref guy. No, that was uh, that was not the case. He's making stuff up now. I'm making. He's shit. delirious. All right, man. Well, I know you know. Like I said, I know you're worn out. You've had a long weekend. You'll be heading back up there. But uh, yeah, and trying trying to figure out a 20 person sup tour that booked for this Saturday when I'm going to be in West Virginia. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh. All right, man. Well, have a good trip up there. Be safe. And maybe I'll see some folks out at Gaff this weekend. And then we'll have a little hiatus and we'll be back at it after that. Awesome. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, hope to see you all on the river.